Welcome to Mission Sunlight from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are not in our world headquarters in Chattanooga, Tennessee, because we are in the exhibit hall for ASI here in Kansas City, Missouri, in the central state of Missouri in the United States of America. As you can hear, we have uh, announcements being made over the microphones. We have, as we look down the aisle here, we have people visiting uh, from one ministry to another, interested in what's happening in the area where people have been invited to work for the Lord. And one of those uh, organizations that is part of ASI is some of our business members. And I have with us this evening, Robert Nunnally from Pines Funeral Homes. Robert, thanks a lot. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. good. And I know there's there's a fu- multiple funeral homes under that covered, that name, that umbrella name, Pine, Pines, Pines Funeral Homes. Funeral, correct. Okay, good. Well, my name is Christopher Beeson, and our Director of Production and Engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Mission Sunlight is a nonprofit Christian media production, so if you'd like to know more, visit us at missionsunlight.org. If you want to give, you can click Donate there. Thank you in advance for whatever you're led to give. One last thing before we continue. We need to grow, so we want to touch more lives for Jesus. We want to share the story of Jesus. We want to spread the truth as it is in Jesus. So please, if you can give your time, maybe you can't give your prayers or time or monies, would you share, would you give this link to someone you know, whether it's a friend or even an enemy, post it on your social media, text it to a friend right now, even snail mail it to them. Share Mission Sunlight Chat today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, Robert Nunnally from Pines Funeral Homes. Robert, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Christopher. Good to be here. We haven't had a chance to talk to many business members of ASI. We have talked to some of the institutions of uh, the division and the general conference. We have talked to many of our ministry members of ASI, but you are one of the uh, business members. And so Pines Funeral Homes is in North Carolina. And I'm just curious, what led you to decide to be a part of ASI? Um, My story about ASI is interesting in that I I learned about ASI as I was uh, working and I was a minority owner within my uh, company. And it was at camp meeting that I heard um, our conference president talk about it. Um, And after the the meeting, I I went to him and I was Leslie Louie and he was brand new to the Carolina Conference, and I said, tell me a little bit about ASI. I said, I'm a, I'm a minority business owner, but I would like to join ASI at some point. And uh, so he told me a little bit about it, and then he sent me some information in the mail, and I kept a hold of that information. And then uh, a few years later, I was able to acquire the business, and I, I just remember that when I acquired the business, uh, the first thing I wanted to do was join ASI. I had never forgotten about that conversation I'd had with Leslie Louie. And so I had gotten online, filled out the application, and uh, I called my wife, and I says, well, I said, uh, Carrie, I said, we've got a new, new company. I said, we're owners of the company. I said, the first check I wrote was to ASI. Hmm. I said, we're members of ASI. Wow, what a great story. So I recall meeting you. I think you came to the convention shortly after that. Is that correct? I did, yes. We, we met in a registration line or in a meal line or something, and we just struck up a conversation. And I don't think at that time that I was serving uh, in leadership or maybe not as, as president in any way of ASI Southern Union, but we were, it, I was at least working with the Southern Union and you were, you were new to coming there. I don't remember all the circumstances and exactly when that happened. Well, we attended the, our first ASI um, in Orlando. Okay. And I, I went to the, um, 
the the new member breakfast. Okay. And I remember you coming. We had met before that at the at the convention, but you came and you met Carrie. You welcomed us, and uh, that yeah, that was when we met, and that that made me feel very comfortable about ASI. Well, I have appreciated your interest in your role and your commitment, and now you're serving as a leader uh, in the Southern Union Chapter Board, and uh, I appreciate your leadership, appreciate your friendship. Thank you, and I appreciate yours too, and I appreciate the um, ASI Southern Union, appreciate ASI National. One reason I joined was for networking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a funeral director, I've been a funeral director my whole life, so when I joined ASI, I thought, I'm going to go to ASI, I'm going to meet all these other funeral directors that are Seventh-day Adventists, and I'm going to be able to you know, network with them. We're going to have something in common in our faith. The thing is, is I've never met any Seventh-day Adventist funeral directors, but I've let a, met a lot of other businessmen and, and women that have been a help to me. <laughs> Your brother was by the booth here earlier and said, we're going to figure out how many times he says network or networking, because apparently it is a passion of yours to be here at ASI to network with other like-minded businesses. Yeah. doesn't mean that they're same business, but like-minded. They have a desire to share Christ in their marketplace. Correct. Whatever and their marketplace is. Yeah, and I made that comment today. I said, you know, the, the thing about coming to ASI is I come to meet and talk to like-minded people, people that own businesses that, that know what I'm going through, but yet they understand it from a Seventh-day Adventist perspective. Hmm. What uh, would you tell to someone who is thinking about joining ASI or just maybe visiting an ASI conference? Uh, come, and, come and attend and see what's going on. Um, I, get, I get a lot of excitement out of looking at the different ministries and talking to uh, the, the people that have the ministries and learning what they're doing because as a business owner, I'm very busy. You know, all, it seems like we're all really busy no matter what we do. Mm -hmm. But to be able to give a little bit financially to help these uh, ministries and to know where, my, where the money's going is very exciting to me just mm -hmm. to see. I, I can't go to all around the world in these different mission fields, but I can contribute a little bit and help them. Your mission field is right there in North Carolina, and you're, you're happy to be in that mission field. I, uh, I know we visited here several weeks ago in your town, and you had an opportunity to, um, you've had an opportunity to get to know one of the other area um, movers and shakers and they are they were putting together a uh, Christian uh, I think it was called unity fest unity fest yes yeah and so you had an opportunity with your business to help support that and it wasn't necessarily that it was a seventh-day Adventist event but it was an event where Christ would be lifted up and you saw that as important as a Christian business owner are there other ways that you can think of that you or that you've seen from your networking here that a business owner um, can share Christ in their marketplace? Other ways that they can do that? Um, I've looked at ways that I can share Christ in the marketplace uh, with my staff, uh -huh. um, but also with the families that we serve. Because funeral service is a ministry. Mm -hmm. And when I meet with families that are going through a very difficult time in their life, they've had a loss and they are entrusting me to help them through that difficult time, then I feel like that's, that's my ministry. But I, I, I take it a step further since I've joined ASI, and I've, and I've tried, to, tried to ask myself, how can I witness to these people in a way that I've not witnessed before? And our first ASI that we came to, um, there, was, um, there was a booth that had Steps to Christ that had been uh, published with a title 
I think, message of hope or something like that. It had a mm-hmm. candle on it. And I remember they, they didn't have very many left, but I bought a couple cases of them. I bought all they had. And I took them back, and um, I told our, our lady that helps us with aftercare, I said, use these books to give them to our families. I said, this will be very helpful to them. And she did. She's, she's given them all out. Um, we found some other materials that we can share. And um, we've also uh, been able to start a staff Bible study mm-hmm. that we do every Friday morning for oh, our great. staff. And, uh, you know, it started out with me leading out, uh, but now other staff members have said, hey, I'll, I'll help lead out. I, I'm blessed that even though all of our staff is not Seventh-day Adventist, just my wife and I are, they're, they're strong in their faith, and they enjoy having this weekly Bible study. So those are th- some things that we do with our, our staff, and then, you know, how we can help, you know, spread or share Christ uh, in the marketplace through the families that we serve. Just a shout out to your daughter. She also is a part-time staff member, so she's your third Seventh-day Adventist. That's right. <laughs> she is. When she's, uh, when she's home from school, she helps us. <laughs> yeah, great. Hey, I want to talk to you about your journey to being an ASI member, which began whenever you became a Seventh-day Adventist. I want to, I want to hear more about that, but let's take a break here for just 60 seconds or so. I want to remind our viewers and listeners that you can visit missionsunlight.org. That's mission, S-O-N, light.org. It's a place where you can learn more about us and you can give there. You can share the link today to today's program or the entire show podcast platform with a friend by text, social media, even by email. Take a moment right now during the break to share it with someone. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Back to Mission Sunlight, my guest, Robert Nunley from Pines Funeral Home. You know, when I was introducing you a moment ago, I've known you for years now. I almost forgot your last name. I'm just confessing right here to everyone. <laughs> I, I hesitated to say. I don't know why I couldn't get Nunley out. But anyway, we've been good friends for quite a while, and we I have. should be able to remember that. But I had a, I think I might be tired. Uh. For those of you that are watching, you're noticing that we're here at ASI, and it has been a long weekend. And Robert is my last interview. We saved the best for last, Robert. That's right. Yeah. Really excited <laughs> to be interviewing one of our uh, business members for ASI. And Robert, you wouldn't be an ASI member if you weren't a Seventh-day Adventist and if you weren't a business owner. So we talked about your business in the last segment. But how did you become a Seventh-day Adventist? Were you born Adventist? Did you grow up with Christian influences? Tell us the story. Um, my mother was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay. And... When she and my father got married, uh, they they were in the church for a little while, but then they left the church. Uh, I was the firstborn of six children, and I remember early years of my life not being really good years, but I remember when I was six years old, my dad, he said, I'm getting away from this life, and, and we're going to get our lives straightened out. And my mother's sister was living in Eden Valley, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, an ASI member, which is really pretty cool to be able to make that connection again. A health sanitarium, lifestyle center yes. for 
and, and my dad was uh, mom and dad both were you know living a worldly lifestyle mm -hmm. and so they they said that you know we're gonna pack up and we're going to Eden Valley and they did and that's where that's where I learned about Seventh-day Adventist I was six years old so I was young but we started going to church Sabbath school and uh, you know as I got older I um, stayed in the church went through Academy but um, God was not real important in my life when I was younger mm -hmm. I did I did things that you know I shouldn't have done but um, and, and even after I uh, got married had two children I realized at that point that I needed to get my life more connected with God I was going to church and and doing doing you know what I thought was good enough putting in your time putting in my time putting in my time but I remember uh, <clears throat> praying to God one time when my kids were young you know God I want to be the right kind of father to them I want to be the right spiritual leader I'm not where I need to be but I want I want you to get me there and you know you do whatever you need to do and uh, when you ask God to do that you better hang on because uh, it was shortly after that that my wife left me and uh, mm. went through an awful divorce, something mm. I never planned to ever have to do and don't want to ever have to go through it again. But uh, it was during that journey that I felt so alone that the only person I could turn to was God. Amen. And that began about a two-year journey of, of, of a close walk with God. And, you know, here I am several years later. I've got a beautiful wife. I've got another child. And God has blessed me so much. And, and I just thank Him. Although I couldn't see through that dark time in my life, right. I thank Him for what He brought me through. Because if, if I had not gone through that experience, uh, I wouldn't be here with you today. Amen. What a testimony. Um, were you baptized as a youth into the Adventist church, or did that come later in adulthood? I was baptized when I was 12. Okay. Um, and so kind of the traditional age, if you will. Yeah. And again, you know, didn't. As I, as I got older in my teens and early 20s, I just uh, I kind of fell away from God, just, you know, doing what I thought the minimum would be to, 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 <laughs> to stay active in the church. Right. Wow. Um, how about your wife? Tell us about your wife, your, your family, your children. Um, I have two children, uh, three children altogether, but I have two children uh, that are grown, a uh, son that's 32, a uh, daughter that's 30. And um, God brought Carrie into my life through um, quite a miracle just uh, we reconnected we knew each other in Academy uh, just as friends but we reconnected and um, I knew right then that if God ever wanted me to remarry that's how I wanted to marry wow. and it was just like a light went off it was instantly and uh, of course Carrie didn't realize that it took me three years of praying <laughs> every single day but I learned through that three years that if we're persistent with God he hears our prayers and he will answer our prayers Amen. and uh, eventually Carrie realized you know that that God might be pulling her to me as well and so anyway uh, three years later we were able to get married uh, she she became my wife uh, a couple years later we uh, had our daughter Lily um, and Lily now is uh, a, a junior at uh, Southern Adventist University she went to uh, Fletcher Academy and uh, she is her faith has remained strong and we just hope and pray that she will you know, continue in her faith and that she will grow closer and stronger to God too. Now, at what point did you uh, serve in as a funeral? Where did, where did you begin your business career as a funeral director or a minority owner at, in that timeline? When did that happen? I uh, became a minority owner um, in 2000. 
So that you know that was you know several years ago. But during I was I was divorced and I actually remarried. So Carrie and I got married in 2000. I became a, a minority owner during that time. Okay. Was it your plan all along not to just be a funeral director but to be an owner? Yes, I I took that job when I was 22 years old because my business partner was older than me, and he wanted to hire somebody younger that could be, um, you know, his successor. Okay, so it was a plan. It was a plan. Okay, and here you are today, uh, successful with. Um, remind me, uh, you have four uh, funeral homes. We and have a cemetery. We have three funeral homes, a cemetery, and a crematory. Okay. Yep. That's right. I knew there were five divisions there. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe you have a story about how, if you can, I realize there's probably some confidentiality to what you do as well, but is there a story about how your business has reached, uh, that you know of, it's reached and touched a family in a special way? Um, just some way that uh, someone's been blessed unusually that you can think of. Um, there's probably lots of stories. I have, you know, I think of recent, I had an experience recently that, um, I feel like I was, I feel like the Holy Spirit was really leading me. Um, I went out to meet with a family who uh, his, his wife had, she was terminal and she was going to be dying. She wasn't very old, but they just built their dream home together and they were um, looking forward to spending the rest of their lives together there. But um, I went out and talked to him, went to their home, their beautiful home. Uh, this was a beautiful lady. Uh, she was a Russian lady and just beautiful. but. Um, her cancer had taken a toll on her and she was wanting to uh, make her arrangements funeral arrangements and and that's something that we do you know we help people make their their pre-arrangements but I, I realized in talking to her that she was Russian Orthodox and that she had not attended church on a regular basis I tried to find out what you know what kind of service that she wanted she really didn't want any kind of religious service or anything like that okay. and I said well I said would you like for me to contact a, a an Orthodox priest and, and she said well I've never met any here in the United States and so anyway as I continued to talk to her my heart just kind of broke because you know I'm thinking they've built their dream home together she's got a 15 year old son her husband a long military career and he's at a loss as to what he's gonna do so as I finished talking to them before I left the house, I just felt a real strong urgency to pray with them. Mm. And I don't do that with all families, sure. but I just felt the urgency. And I said, before we leave, I said, would it be okay if I prayed with you? And I knew they were angry because of what had happened. And she hesitated. And I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But uh, she said, yeah, that's okay. Okay. So I prayed with them. Yeah. And then uh, when I got done... Well, you know, I, I said, I know you don't have any, you don't have a uh, clergy, you don't have a minister, you don't have a priest. I said, you're here all alone. And uh, so they agreed. I, pr I prayed with them. And then I struggled with that even afterwards. I do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But um, she's, she's since passed away. And um, her, her husband was very grateful and very thankful to, to what we were able to do to help them. So we have to listen to God's prompting. He gives yeah. us these opportunities and, and we have to take advantage of them. And you don't know what that will reap down, no. down through eternity even. Yeah, it's my hope and prayer I can keep in touch with him and maybe encourage him some more. Robert, thanks for sharing so far. We're going to come back. We hope our, visitor, our, our, our listeners and watchers have been blessed by listening to the program today, watching along with us. 
We have more to come, but we need to take a break, and they're making a really strong case for taking a break with that speaker. So we will uh, return to more Mission Sunlight Chat in just a moment. Our salvation is a day-to-day matter, isn't it? The real principle of the Sabbath is reconnecting ourselves with the Creator. We must learn to abide in Jesus now. We move ahead with our mission objectives, recognizing that we are serving together the Most High God. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. We are here at ASI, and uh, Robert Nunnally from Pines Funeral Home is Homes is here in our mobile studio at ASI here in the exhibit hall. And Robert, just curious um, from a business perspective, what what are your future plans, and how do those connect with your um, both entrepreneurial ideas, but also with your responsibility as a Christian businessman? Um, I thought about what I want to do uh, in, in, I guess, this point in my career. I've, I've had a good career, uh, but I, I've looked at ways that I want to give back, and how, how can I do that? So I've actually far- formed a, um, a partnership with another friend of mine, and uh, we're, we're both wanting to look at opportunities of how we can acquire businesses, but how we can also take the young people that are working within those businesses and equip them and teach them how to manage and even own their own businesses because I've been afforded the opportunity to be able to own my own business and it's not easy to do but if you can help these young people that are coming up that want to own their own businesses their own funeral homes then uh, we've come up with a way that we can provide an opportunity for them to do that okay. um, and we are we are both uh, men of faith and we set our our uh, our principles for our company up on faith and we let people know that we are you know we are we're a company of faith and we want to be able to um, show that in everything that we do amen Um, anything else you want to just share about your work or or how you're sharing christ in the marketplace i'll i'll just say that funeral service is a rewarding um, career okay uh, I, I like to encourage people that are interested in funeral service to, to come and talk to me okay um, I'm, I, I like to make myself available and I meet with young people quite often that are just wanting to know what's what's funeral service about because it is a ministry I never mm-hmm. felt like God really called me to be a pastor but I feel like he called me into funeral service to be able to minister to people that way so anybody that has an interest in in what funeral service is um, I'm more than happy to talk to them and, and try to encourage them Amen. I'd love to see more Seventh-day Adventists in funeral service. There are some here and there because I've, I've actually been able to connect with, with a few, but never really been able to, to make the connection that I want to. Yeah, we've got to connect them to ASI. Yes, we do. <laughs> Final word, Robert, if you want to just share a word of encouragement with our listeners and the viewers. Um, I would just say trust in the Lord in everything that you do because my my spiritual journey is more important than my work journey mm-hmm. and finding finding christ in a way in a deeper way that i had never experienced it before is more meaningful to me than anything i have right now 
So no matter where you are in your life, I would just say put your faith and trust in God. Always look to Him for, for direction. And I, I think of a verse that, that I memorized a long time ago. It's Deuteronomy 31.6, and it helps when you're going through a difficult time, but it also is encouraging when things seem to maybe be going okay too. But it says to be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He Amen. will never fail thee, nor forsake thee. And I've tried to live by that, and, and I, I find that verse being encouraging to people who are going through difficult times too. But that was just a verse that helped me along in my spiritual journey, and I've, I've hung on to it. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, and thanks for sharing us with us your time during this program. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate our friendship. I appreciate what you're doing with Network 7. Um, I know it's a, it's, a great, uh, it's a great ministry, and Mission Sunlight, it's a... It's something that uh, touches the hearts of many people. So yes. thank you. You're welcome. It's our privilege uh, to partner with, with whomever we can partner with uh, for the kingdom. Thanks again for being with us, Robert. That is today's program from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This has been Mission Sunlight Chat with our guest Robert Nunnally of Pines Funeral Homes. I'm Christopher Beeson, your host and today's engineer. Our director of production is Jordan Wagner. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for sharing our program with your friends via text, email, and on your social media platforms, too. We also thank you for your gifts and your prayers, but especially, especially your prayers. That's all today from our mobile studio set up here at ASI in Kansas City, Missouri. Thanks for joining us. This is Mission Sunlight Chat.